You're listening to Kindful Conversations, the podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm a meditation teacher and mindfulness coach, and this podcast is all about helping you to create calm amongst the chaos of everyday life. I'm here to help you feel better and to consciously and mindfully transform your life. I can't wait to share today's episode with you, and I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a little while. I actually took a break last week. I just needed a break and I will be talking about that today. I'm going to be talking about burnout, how to identify it, how to prevent it from happening and I'll get into all of those details, but to start off, let's just stop and take a really nice deep breath. We'll do another one of those. So last week, it was over a week ago now, I found myself just completely exhausted and hitting a wall. I was just feeling so tired and emotional and it had kind of been building up for a while. And I think I've touched on this in my last few episodes that, you know, there were lots of different emotional things that had been coming up for me. I was getting triggered really easily. I was feeling like I was quite reactive and just not really feeling myself, not feeling like my calm self that I normally am these days. I mean, I meditate every single day. I practice lots of different types of mindfulness and self-care, and I really have been shifting my lifestyle in the last couple of years to really focus on creating a much more calm and peaceful and, um, I guess, intentional life that's full of ease. So it was very confronting to me when I found myself in this place where I haven't actually been in a long time of just feeling overwhelmed by everything, feeling completely just exhausted and like I couldn't cope with everyday stresses and that had been quite unfamiliar to me for a while. And I know that this past year has been particularly difficult on all of us in many different ways. But I think just the buildup of extended lockdowns and, you know, not being able to connect as much in person with my community and my loved ones, it just kind of got to me all the weight of everything just caught up with me. And I realized that I was over time slowly building to this point of exhaustion and burnout. So I thought that today, why don't we talk about that? Why don't we talk about burnout? Why don't we talk about how to identify it, how to recognize the signs and, you know, put in place those measures and those practices to prevent it from happening. Perhaps you can identify, perhaps you yourself has have experienced burnout or overwhelm and anxiety and I guess also just talking about ways to kind of incorporate mindfulness and incorporate slowing down into our daily lives so that we can prevent 
burnout from happening because like I was saying, it came as such a shock to me because I'm thinking, how am I finding myself in this place? I'm doing all the all the right things, you know, so-called right things, but I'm still feeling overwhelmed and I'm still experiencing the signs of burnout. And while I am feeling much better now, as I record this, I'm still tired. <laughs> I'm still kind of recovering from that experience. So I'll share a little bit about my own experience and how I found burnout showing up for me. And just bear with me if I'm clearing my throat a little bit, I am still feeling a bit run down and um, just a, a little bit out of sorts still. So just bear with me with that. And I've written myself a list of things that I want to talk about because this is very personal to me. This is um, something that I really think that a lot of us go through at certain periods of our lives. And I think it's something that is, you know, really important to talk about because often there's a lot of shame around taking a break. There's shame around self-care and putting ourselves first and saying no to things and stopping. So I just kind of want to bring light to that and talk about you know, how to take your power back and how to overcome this if you're, if it's something that you're going through or, you know, how to recognize the signs so that you can stop it from happening before you reach that point of exhaustion. So what is burnout? Well, the way I've come to understand it is it's a state of exhaustion, which can be physical. It can also be mental and emotional and it's generally caused by prolonged or ongoing stress. So it can manifest in overwhelm or feeling emotionally drained and feeling like you can't cope with everyday life and everyday demands. And so how it showed up for me was I felt like things were starting to build and build and build. And I felt a lot of mental unclarity. (laughs) Is that even a word? I felt like I didn't have clarity about what I needed to do each day. I felt like I was lacking clarity when it came to my work and my uh, mindfulness and meditation content that I'm putting out there. Often I feel like I have inspired ideas come to me, but I felt really blocked in that sense. I felt like I wasn't having new ideas and I didn't have inspiration. And I guess I'm still feeling a little bit like that. It has started to pick back up um, after taking a bit of a break over the last week. But yeah, I was just feeling really unclear and like I didn't have any direction. And I was also feeling really unmotivated. So I would wake up every day and just feel tired and exhausted, like I said, but I'd also lack the motivation that I would normally have. And you know, by now, if you've been listening for a while, how passionate I am about the work that I'm doing here. I'm so, so invested in helping people to create more calm in their lives. I'm so passionate about showing people that you don't have to live in a constant state of stress. And there are lots of different tools and techniques out there that will help you to create more calm in your life. But isn't that just so ironic that I 
am passionate about that and this is the work that I'm trying to put out into the world, but yet I wasn't able to recognize the signs myself of that overwhelm building. And it really is just a, a build up. It was small things over time that started to build on each other to become, you know, to come to a point where it just became too much for me and I had to stop. I was also feeling like there was never enough time and that I was running out of time. And this is something that I've experienced a lot throughout my life. I am, I think I've always been quite a high achiever and felt like I get my self-worth from my productivity and my ability to deliver on things and to achieve and to get results. And so I had been slowly over time putting all this pressure on myself about these things that I wanted to create and, you know, whether that be content or online courses and this membership that I'm working on, which I will share more about soon. But it was almost like I've been putting these pressures on myself, which are really just so unnecessary because there is plenty of time. Of course, there's there's always going to be time to put this stuff out. And, and the thing is, when you put pressure on yourself, you block that flow. And that's another thing that I noticed is just feeling uninspired, feeling like ideas weren't flowing to me anymore. So I guess how to notice the signs. Well, the first thing that I would say is to notice your energy levels. So notice if you're feeling constantly tired, even if you're getting a good night's sleep. And I have been, you know, I I generally will get eight hours sleep a night. So for me, that's a bit concerning, you know, having a full night's sleep and then still waking up feeling exhausted. Um, Another sign was feeling like there's not enough time. Like I said, you know, that there's just so much to do, but I, I don't have the time or means to get to everything that I need to do. I also think that feeling feeling unmotivated is another sign. Like I was saying, just feeling like you don't have the motivation or the energy to do anything and feeling drained, just constantly feeling like you're exhausted and drained. Another thing that I experienced was feeling physical symptoms. So I've talked about my chronic pain journey a little bit. I will definitely go into more detail as I continue to heal that. And we'll talk about that separately, but headaches and neck pain started showing up for me again, which is something that I haven't actually experienced all that much in the last year or so, as I've been doing a lot more work on my mental health and my mindfulness and meditation practices, I have been able to heal so much of that pain. So it was quite scary for me this past week. And I guess couple of couple of months, probably if I reflect back, you know, the buildup of the last couple of months, to this point of burnout last week was it was really scary to feel like my neck and my back and my headaches started flaring up again that kind of took me back to that place where I was a few years ago when it was at its worst and it was really quite confronting so noticing those physical symptoms that you're having in your body and realizing that the body is just trying to talk to us it's trying to tell us that something isn't right it's trying to tell us that we need to slow down and that we're doing too much our body is constantly talking to us sorry you can probably hear the loud birds in the background I'm just going to keep talking but yeah I our bodies are constantly trying to talk to us so it's just really important to look out for those signs and 
I've just reeled off a whole heap of them. I'm sure there's even more. But yeah, the point that I realized it was an issue and that I was at that breaking point was last week I just kind of fell in a heap and I finished work for the day and I was meant to be going to the gym and I just could not get the energy to get myself to the gym and I felt so guilty and it wasn't even feeling guilty to myself that I didn't have the energy to go work out. I was feeling guilty like I was letting everyone else down at the gym because I was cancelling my class and it's just so ridiculous looking back now but I was just putting so much pressure on myself to keep up with these things that really you know are all good when you're in a good place but when you've had that build up over time of stress and you know pressure and putting these demands on yourself or whether other people are putting them on you it gets to a point where you just can't take anymore and that's what happened to me so I just completely fell in a heap and my partner was incredible he was like you need to have a break you need to stop now so I took some time off work I actually then also got sick and you can probably still hear a little bit in my voice I'm a little bit croaky still but yeah my body actually was screaming at me like come on now you need to take a break so I took a break from work I also took a break from social media so I tried really hard not to check anything but I just stopped posting I stopped putting pressure on myself to upload new content and I also stopped the podcast and that's the first time that I've missed a podcast upload in the last almost 15 weeks it would have been because we're up to episode 15 I think so it's been a long time you know months that I've been keeping up with this regular schedule and while that's been amazing and I'm so proud of all the work that I've put into this it just you know I just got to a point where I needed to take a break so I want to say thank you for being patient with me while I gave myself that space and gave myself that time off because that is exactly what I needed so it's also been really good for me in that, and I feel like this had to happen, like often we have to reach this breaking point or we have to hit rock bottom to kind of wake up and and realize that we're doing things the wrong way and that we need to make changes. So I am grateful for this experience because it really made me reflect and it made me assess like, how do I actually want to feel? Where do I want to be spending my time and energy? And it really helps to be so much more intentional if we do take that time, if we do allow ourselves to stop and reflect and think about, well, what do I actually want? And I realized, and it wasn't until yesterday, so this is, you know, a whole week off I've had to reflect. And it hit me yesterday. I'm like, I just want to feel calm. I want to feel at ease. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel strong. I want to feel energized. Like all of these words were coming to me about how I actually want to feel and how I want to be and show up in the world. So it really made me realize that all of these things relate back to self-care, all of these feelings that I want to have, you know, the, the life I want to lead all relate back to taking time for myself and slowing down. And I think we have to acknowledge now that self-care isn't selfish. It is the most generous thing we can give to others is taking care of ourselves first because we cannot help others. We cannot support and love 
and care for others if we aren't caring for ourselves first. So that now takes me to how can we overcome this? You know, if you find yourself in this place of burnout and maybe what I'm talking about today, you're recognizing in yourself, maybe this is kind of ringing some alarm bells for you and you might be thinking, okay, I am feeling a lot of similar things. Maybe you're not at breaking point or at rock bottom per se, but you know, maybe you're recognizing some of these signs in yourself. And so how do we overcome this? How can we, you know, come back after a period of burnout and exhaustion? So I think the first step is to recognize it and acknowledge it. And it took me getting to that point to really realize, okay, this is burnout. The reason that I've been feeling so emotional lately and the reason that I haven't been feeling clear I haven't been, you know, feeling myself. I've been feeling all over the place. The reason is, is that I'm exhausted and I'm, and I'm burnt out and I need to take that time for myself. So just recognizing it and acknowledging it is the first step. And the second step I think is to then give yourself that time to stop and take a break. And it may not be realistic for you to completely take time off work. I don't know what your circumstances are like. It may not be realistic for you to stop caring for, you know, you you may have certain caring responsibilities, but just finding some time for yourself, finding some space, whether that's asking a friend or a partner or a loved one to step up and support you more, whether that's creating boundaries, you know, saying no to some things, being clear that you need time for yourself and really clearly communicating that to those around you so that they can understand that in order for you to be your best self, in order for you to show up and support them, you need to look after yourself first. So just really giving yourself that time to stop and take a break and, you know, also unplugging. I've talked about this before. I think I did a whole episode on, you know, disconnecting to reconnect the power of unplugging, the power of taking time off social media, having a break from the news and just disconnecting from the world in allowing yourself to reconnect to you, to yourself. So give yourself that space and don't feel guilty It is really the best thing you can do for yourself and for others. And if you are able to create that time for yourself, use it to, first of all, do nothing. It's so nice to just do nothing and so important. We have to, we have to factor in that. We have to schedule in time to be still and to do nothing. And I've heard, I've seen some quotes around that are along the lines of it's productive to do nothing or taking doing nothing is productive or something like that. And it's just so true. We have to take time off. We have to have a break. Otherwise we can't be, we can't keep up that same pace. We can't sustain it long-term. So I think then using that time to reflect and like I was saying that I did think about how do you actually want to feel? What do you want How do you want to show up? What things in your life are important to you? Like I was saying, I realized that my health, my well-being, feeling calm, feeling at ease, feeling centered, feeling in flow, like I'm connected to my purpose and the things that are really important to me, that is 
how I want to be. That is how I want to feel. So then coming up with some ideas about, well, how can I make this happen? How can I factor in this into my daily schedule and into all of the other pressures and demands that are placed on me or that I'm placing on myself? How can I schedule in time out or schedule in time for walks or you know, whatever that self-care looks like for you, meditation, mindfulness, spending time with loved ones. So just take that time when you're stopping to reflect on what is it that you actually want. And I do have a whole episode on how to create a better vision for your life. So definitely go back and listen to that again. I've got a four-step process, I, I believe, on how to create a better vision and to really get clear on what it is that you want from your life. So definitely go give that a listen because I do talk about these sorts of things in that. But yeah, I guess now, how can we prevent it? How can we stop this from happening again? So personally, I have taken some time in my time off to remember what is important to me. And I've been doing some journaling. I find journaling is a really great way to get down our thoughts to get down what we're feeling and sometimes things just come out when you're writing when you allow yourself to write freely things just come out that you may not have even realized were going on in your mind and so it can be really healthy and really helpful to write down what it is that's going on and and to help get that clarity also just creating those healthy habits and routines that will help you to make sure that you're having self-care and make sure that you're not burning yourself out and you're not overextending yourself. So for me, that's making sure that I actually schedule in time to do nothing and time to meditate and really trying to build on my morning and evening routines. So I've had to set boundaries for myself. I've now said, okay, after 9 p.m., my phone is going off. It's going over the other side of the room. I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to give myself from 9 p.m. onwards to read, to wind down, to meditate, to take a shower, whatever it is I need to do to prepare myself to get the best possible sleep. So creating those boundaries or those rules for yourself about what it is that you need to do to allow yourself to have a break or to allow yourself to switch off because it is just so important. And again, scheduling that time off, scheduling in rest and treating it as productive. Like I was saying, you know, rest is so essential and so important. And I really don't want any of you to get to that point where you feel like you're just completely overwhelmed and exhausted and completely burdened by the life that you're living give yourself that time give yourself that grace and allow yourself to be human you know it's something that we all go through at some point I believe even if people don't admit it you know I know myself I probably on the outside was looking like everything was okay but on the inside I was feeling like I just wasn't myself I was feeling just completely overwhelmed by my circumstances that really I was just not feeling like myself and that is okay and that is normal and it will happen but hopefully some of these things that I've talked about today will help you if you're experiencing any of the signs of burnout or any um, feelings of anxiety or overwhelm and also remember that it's so normal in this time you know we've 
been through such a tough year. It's coming up to probably a year now since COVID hit and it's affected everyone in different ways. So just really remember to be kind to yourself. You're human and you're doing your best. And so I hope this conversation today was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to leave it there. I myself am going to take a bit more of a break over the next few days and really just allow myself to create those rules and get clear on how it is that I want to be before I start to put myself out there. But I was kind of itching to record a podcast again and I wanted to open up and be honest about my experience. So thank you for allowing me to do that. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you so much for your support and your kindness and just everything that you do. I really, really appreciate each and every one of you. And I will talk to you again in next week's episode. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it. If you did, please feel free to let me know what you think. Please share this with your friends and your loved ones and anyone who may need to hear it. And if you feel called to, please head over and leave me a review and rate this podcast. It would really help me out. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you being here and I will see you in my next episode.